Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. Animal acquaintance or a family member, who do you hope never visits your home again? 206-421-ROCK. Hello, Chris. Welcome to the Men's Room. IPAs lead the three ways. Hola. Hola. So my story starts out that I was sleeping in commando style in the bed about 2.30 in the morning. My current master bathroom is being remodeled, so I got to get up and go down the hallway and use the restroom. Finish business, come out the door, start walking back the long hallway back to my master bedroom. And up the stairs comes flying a bat, turns the corner, and heads right to my face. I have to drop to the ground, otherwise it was going to hit me. And then I had to go trap it in my son's room, go put on some boxers and try to catch it. How? Uh, what did you think would be something that you could use to catch the bat? I'm going to guess a laundry basket. Uh, pillowcase. Oh, okay. All right. All Not right. a bad idea. Okay. And did it work out? It did at the end, yeah. And my oldest son, who's now 18, didn't even wake up through the whole process. I just shut the door with the bat in there, went and got my shorts on and got a pillowcase and, and grabbed it. Okay. Uh, to be All 18, because right. that's about the age you sleep through crap like that. I need that. to ask you, how did the master bath turn out? Really nice, actually. Um and uh, when we got it finished, then we ended up selling the house, and we ended up moving out here about seven years ago. Okay. What, what did that cost you back then to redo a bathroom? Oh, it was a tiny one. It was almost like a hotel. You walked right into the, the where you'd wash your hands, and then to your left was a pocket door for the closet, and to your right was a pocket door for the shower and the, the Okay. The, okay. The They're toilet. not cheap. When you do that, it's not cheap. No, it is not a cheap thing. I, That's why I haven't done that. I'll never forget the time that I woke up in the middle of the night, and uh, and I told my parents, there is a bat in my room. Mm-hmm. They did not believe me. Parents this goes don't. on for weeks at a time. There's no bat in this wait, house. Wait, this went on for weeks? Weeks. Mine this was like was, 10 minutes. No, but this it went did on not, for weeks. It did not. It only was in my room for whatever reason, and we could not figure out how the hell this thing got in. Trust me, I'm terrified. I do not want to sleep in there. Did you hear it like every night? I heard it occasionally. <laughs> I knew that if I just put my head under the covers that everything would be okay. You know what I mean? Yes. And I waited till daylight because I knew, just based on what I knew about vampires, that when the light came, that they would go Wait, away. how old are you? I'm like six. Okay, all right. So I'm like 15. So, okay, so at one point in time, in the middle of the night, the light switch goes on. I look up, and there's my stepfather. All right. And he is wielding a yellow wiffle ball bat of mine. Which is basically a plastic fungo bat. Right. You know, not a lot of strength behind it. It's like, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. 
Matter of fact, if I cracked you over the back with a wiffle ball bat, you probably wouldn't even feel it. Wouldn't even bug you. Yeah, right, I mean, you're talking about the official wiffle ball bat. The official wiffle ball yeah. bat, right? So he starts swinging that thing. He misses like crazy. Not the most athletic guy in the world. Baseball, it's not his game, right? The thing is still flying around. I'm freaking out. I'm watching it fly. He takes off out of the room. Now he comes back. One of the things that he was enjoying as a hobby at that point in time, tennis. Okay. So he had like four or five Spalding or Wilson tennis rackets. Yes, you know, wooden ones? The old wooden Yeah, Mm. right? So he comes back into my room (laughs) with his tennis racket. And I will never forget the sound the racket made when it hit that bat and then the bat hit my wall. Because it sounded just like tennis. Sure. It it didn't change the sound of anything. It was like it was like a forearm, a forehand, and then into the wall like boom, boom. Like if you're playing, you know, tennis against a wall by yourself. That's sure. basically what it sounded. He hit like. it flush. Oh, he did. Knocked the living bejesus out of that. Yeah. Thing. And uh, he picked it up, threw it out the window, and that was the end of that. My father. It was only about a ten minute process, but again, he did not believe us. Whatever the case, I remember him opening the door, and then you, and he runs. What's goddamn bat? We're like, that man. That's what we were telling you. It's a bat. He said, look, because at that point he had bought a pellet gun, so he just said, look. It's going to sleep when the sun comes up. And he was right. So we went and slept in a different room. But the next day, he gets up, opens the door. It's in the corner. It's hanging upside down. Took his pellet gun, shot it. You don't see the pellet hit it, but you see the bat split into two pieces, drop to the floor. And as my father said after he killed anything, you keep in mind, I'm talking insects and this bat. I guess he's going to go to bat heaven. If he stepped on a – if he killed a fly, I guess he's going to fly heaven. Steps on an ant, he's going to ant heaven. Like, yeah, we know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. No tennis racket, but at this point, the neighborhood was getting hit with bats. Turns out there was an old school across the street. They were converting it into apartments, and none of us realized there were a bunch of bats in there because it had been abandoned since we had lived there, but they started doing construction. The bats were flying around because all of a sudden, like, all of the neighbors had bats, but I do remember about two weeks after my father shot this bat, one of our neighbors lived two houses down. He knocks on the door, and when I opened the door, I knew this guy, but when I opened the door, same thing. He has a tennis racket in one hand. And a football helmet on, right? I mean, one of those cheap-ass plastic ones you'd buy for a little kid kind of thing. And I'm like, you have bats? He's like, yes, I have bats. He wanted something like a catcher's something else to go deal with the bat. But that yeah. was everybody's go-to was the tennis racket. The, uh, the bat, turns out, came through a dumbwaiter that was in my room. Uh, you had a dumbwaiter in your room? I did. The guy who uh, built a house before us, I guess he took care of either his wife's parents or his mom and dad. Okay. But they lived up in the bedroom that I lived in. And I guess one of them was handicapped. Okay. So as so far had, as the steps go, you know, like there's no elevators in homes or anything like that. How many so, times did you get in that dumbwaiter? You couldn't physically get in the dumbwaiter. It was close, but you couldn't lower yourself just based on well, yeah, where, the, where the ropes were sure. on, on, the, on the unit. But there was a hole on the outside, and the bats were sitting up on the inside of the dumbwaiter. There wasn't just one bat. It turns out there was like four or five. Oh, good. Did so you were, guys never use the dumbwaiter? I used it all the time. I'd I think like, my, all, my, all my toys went downstairs in yeah. the kitchen. I mean, everything. Sure. I mean, it was fun. I just lower them down in there, then run down and pick them up, and then you know what I mean? Oddly enough, I've only lived in one house that had a dumbwaiter. Same thing. It was an old-ass house, had a dumbwaiter, and that was the house with it's the It's basically bat. a rope. You know what I mean? On two pulleys. Yeah. Well, so uh, you just pull the rope up and down, and there's a tray in there, and it basically shuffles up everything. I'm always amazed. you ever go to a restaurant that's like on like the second floor of something? Yeah, and they put all your food on that thing. Right. You don't really think about it until you see them open that thing and they pull the food out of the dumb waiter and you're like that makes sense i've never seen any of them on the stairs mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah uh, by the way we were talking about uh you had the story of the two guys broke into the wrong house threatened the single father and his three kids at gunpoint yep it was the wrong house they came back later to apologize and all this and i thought that was ridiculous so someone just says thrill quote 
I apologize for kidnapping you and putting you in my closet. Please don't call the police. I blame tequila. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Mm. It's worth an apology. I didn't even think about that. But the pro- he was already in my home. Well, you did kidnap him. I, I know I kidnapped allegedly. him. Allegedly. I ale- right. I allegedly kidnapped him, but I did apologize. And I guess the only difference in that case is though, it's not like you went out and allegedly kidnapped somebody else. Right. We weren't looking just, for anyone in particular. A, right. As it was explained to me by my buddy Leon, he was on the street and we just thought it'd be funny. And he may or may not have been right. I do not remember the moment we snagged him. I just remember discovering him in my closet. The greatest tragedy of that story is just the waste of pepperoni. I know. Between his toes. For no reason. People, why'd you do that? I don't know. We already kidnapped a man. It kind of doesn't matter at that point. One day he's going to write an essay. It's going to be like in Vanity Fair. And you're going to go like, I know that story. I don't. Oh, that's him. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. Hello, Travis. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. Travis, welcome to the program. Random question, question. All right, this one's hot off the press. Travis, what, uh, why was the last time, that? what was the reason that you had to go to the doctor? Or the last significant time that you had to go to the doctor? What was it for? Uh, uh, does my kid count? For them, or are you talking for me personally? Could be either one, man. Okay. For myself personally, uh, they had me on a lot of pain meds, and my penis didn't work. Okay. All right. <laughs> what, why did they have you on a lot of pain meds? Oh, I'm the paper boy that got shot in the head. Oh. Oh, all right. Okay. So when they got rid of, uh, when they got rid of your opiates, did your penis work again? Uh, yeah, yeah. It came back strong like bull. All right, so basically the opiates were, were – so you'd said, I'd rather be in pain and have my penis work mm-hmm. than take these pills and have it not work. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it was really weird because I lost a lot of blood, and you don't realize that your penis is full of blood. So it, it shrunk up like a little shrinky dink while I was in the hospital. And uh, it really weird, man. I had this nurse look at it, and she gave it a medical rub, and it was a uh, – it was a really, really weird thing, man, to have you. I mean, my, my penis was so small. <laughs> what, is a, small. what is a medical rub? I've never <laughs> yeah, seen that. Can, can I suggest that? So, so I, 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 I had a bruise on my, my penis, and, and it was small. And, and I had to ask this nurse, you know, I was like, I, I don't know, there's a bruise. She's like, well, you did take a hard fall. And, you know, and so and I'm like, she's like, well, let me look at it. And so I showed her my penis. She took her index finger and did a rub back and forth. And I, that's all I could explain is it was like a medical rub. She was a medical professional. She knew what she was doing. Um, you know, I, I I even explained it to my We're little lady. We're not questioning you know, like, her. Yeah. How long did this medical rub last? Was it like five seconds? Was it five minutes? Yeah, seconds. It was right. seconds. All right. Okay. Okay. It was seconds. I don't know if she was checking for feeling or yeah, what, right. but seeing if it, it moved. It was like a little. It was a little pet with her uh, with her index finger, and I. I don't know what part of nursing school they learned the the penal medical rub, but you know I appreciated the the, uh, the human human touch. You know, I'm sure you did. Now, yeah. it, say it was a six foot seven brother rolled in, three hundred pounds, still a nurse. Would you have had the same conversation? Hey, man, give it a medical yeah. rub, dog. You medical know, rub. I was worried about I was worried about my junk. You know, sure. um, yeah, you're right. You're right. Going to look at it. Somebody needs to protect my goods you're right that is very shriveled that is that is a very important thing you do make a fine point reason we asked why did you go to the doctor here's uh something that's uh, a little bit crazy happened out in oregon a 47 year old guy named pearson tone 
He lives in Bend, Oregon, and he was depressed. All right. So he wasn't feeling very good a few years ago. His marriage was falling apart. His wife was having an affair. So what's he do? He goes to the family doctor, a guy named Ronald Rosen, to get both counseling and a prescription for his depression. Okay. So he's going to go talk to this guy. This guy was very helpful. Uh, he gave him a lot of suggestions. He did prescribe him some medication, gave him some advice on what he could do as far as his relationship goes with his wife. But after the appointment, on his way home, he got a phone call. And he found out at that point in time that his wife, who had the affair, uh, they had figured out who he was having or who she was having an affair with. Was it the doctor? And it was. Oh! Ah. It was Dr. Ronald Rosen. So Pearson just sued Ronald for $2.9 million for professional negligence. Wow. And the, uh, and the fact that his uh, marriage is no more. So he went to the doctor to get treated for depression. Get some kind of medication, because his wife was probably having an affair, and it turns out that the doctor who he went to was the guy who was having sex with his wife. He's also an astute man to figure it out, hey. Random, random, yeah, I mean, look, random, I like Ben, random, but let's not act random, like it's a small random, town. Random, <laughs> random, random, <laughs> Hello, Dan. <laughs> Welcome to the men's room. Hola, bitches. Hola. Dan, welcome to the program. Random question, question. All right, Dan, let's do this What if they had sex at the Blockbuster? Dan, are you married? I am. How long have you been married? Well, don't ask me that question. Okay. Uh, <laughs> His wife might be listening, and he has no is, idea. Is, right. your, is, your, is your wife yeah. listening? Does she listen to the show? Uh, no, no. She's taking care of the kids at the moment. Okay, cool. All right. Do you hide any money, maybe like a small secret stash of money from your wife? No, I do not. There's nowhere I could go and find a 20 $40, anything like that. Not a penny. Okay. Is that Sounds because about right. there's no pennies left over because of the fact that you have to take care of your kids and your family? <laughs> yeah, that's about right. She spends all the pennies. Does she, do you believe, have a secret stash of money that she has somewhere for a ladies' night out or anything like that? No. No, no, no. See, I, uh, if it's like me, it doesn't matter. It's, hey, I took 60 bucks out of your wallet to go do whatever. And it's like, I, oh, I did, I did not know it was an ATM. But it's just like, right. or the question, do you have any cash? Like, damn, because you know what happens next. Like, yeah. Right. Well, let, let me have some of that for, it, and that's just the way it works. I've got a couple buddies, and uh, doing whatever we're doing, maybe I'll pick up a tab. They'll pick up a tab or whatever. Or maybe someone will buy around the golf. Okay. Okay, and, and they prepay. So I'm going to go meet them. And someone will say, hey, man, uh, just PayPal me the money. Or Venmo me the money, mm -hmm. whatever right. the deal is. And I'm like, I don't have PayPal. Can I, I hand you cash? I don't have Venmo. I will give you the money for it. Why? Who the hell doesn't have PayPal and Venmo? My kids ask me no less than 10 times to get PayPal and Venmo. But why do your kids want you to have Because it? they have it, and they wanted me to be able to give them money <laughs> right. through this mechanism. So at that point in time, I determined that no matter what I did, mm -hmm. I would never get those two services. Because sure. if I did, and they knew about it, then they would constantly ask me for money. So I don't so tell I don't my have, mom about FaceTime on the phone? tell them no. Well, I do. I did tell them no. But if it's something that they really need. Do you need, always have cash on you? Most of the time. With, the, with COVID, it's been different because I really don't need it like I used to. Right, right, right. But cash mm -hmm. says this. Okay, if I go to a bar, right, mm -hmm. and I go and I look at my checking account the next day, all right, I'll say 68 bucks. I was there for an hour and a half. I didn't even eat. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. I still came home for dinner, whatever the deal is. Now, if I spend cash, I have no idea what happened. I have no recollection of that. I have no paper trail of that. 
I can go home, wake up in the morning. I only go, had two beers. Hey, look, you prove me wrong. You get Twenty bucks. <laughs> to my right, exactly. Cash money, mama. Cash is the key. <laughs> To not having Look, to explain to cash. yourself what you've done. You don't have to day. explain anything. I always have cash only, but also it's much easier to just get a PayPal or a Venmo. You're right. It is. Yeah. But no. It's, it's easier, easier for them, too. For others. Yes. It's something like, yes. here's the difference. With that, it's a one-way street. If that was a two-way street, like kids, I've got Venmo. Shoot me 40 bucks. <laughs> then I'll be all in. You know what I mean? But that's not how this thing works. Exactly. There's a one-way street. Tunnel, man. It's a one-way street. It's a black hole. It really it's, not, it's not coming back. Nothing does. It's gone. It's just like... And <laughs> reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network. Yes, friends, it's time once again for Sit and Spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some swellerific new music. Oh, look who it is, live from his uh, basement dungeon studio. It's Ryan Castle. Still here. Still Happy at home. holidays. All Happy right. holidays. Yeah, I know that uh, out of all of our uh, places, uh, Steve's house is going to smell great. But I'm I'm going to assume that That's uh, me. You've got uh, you've got some uh, some plans for the Thanksgiving dinner. What's on the menu at the Castle Hall, dude? You know I have already started my Thanksgiving turkey, right? Like the brining process <laughs> begins on Monday afternoon. How so many? Uh, I, I reserved a very nice turkey. It's not a big turkey because so I'm just cooking for uh, my wife and I and my brother and his family, but they're not coming over. I'm actually cooking food and then he's going to come pick it up and take it home to his family. Are you kidding me? That's that's so nice. nice. Why don't you do that for all of us? I, so this is great for everyone because uh, I enjoy cooking and I don't like hanging out with people. So (laughs) it's a win uh, I was going to say, what what do you put in your brine? So the brine is uh, brown sugar and a ton of salt and uh, maple syrup and soy sauce and water. And so that turkey is in a five-gallon bucket surrounded by ice uh, in a brine right now. But and here's I'll the thing that, that most – Here's what most people don't know about Ryan Castle. That turkey still alive. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yes. is that a, is that a no, bucket on I your back so, porch? So that's the trick is if <laughs> right. you drown the turkey in the brine, all of the good stuff gets sure. inside That is exactly that's what yeah. I thought Well, yeah. let us know yeah. if we oh. – yeah. you know, oh, It makes wow. it harder to take the feathers off later, but you know, totally worth it. Let us know if we can do a drive-by for uh, leftovers, you know, after the fact. Yeah, maybe I will. Any. You know, yeah. We can do uh, – like you know, my brother's going to come by and get food, but you guys come by and hang out. We know that we can sit out back and we can put the chairs out there and we can be far enough apart where no one will care. Oh, yeah. So it'll be the thing. Yeah, you know what? If the weather isn't bad, like we did that on New Year's a few years ago. You and Hair Club came by at uh, in the evening and we stood outside yeah. and had a couple of drinks and, and, and smoked a... Yeah, Cigar. yeah, that's what we right. smoked. Sure. Well, in <laughs> honor of nice. uh, in honor of Thanksgiving, uh, we thought we would go back uh, to our good buddy Vince Neal, since we're talking about yeah. food. And uh, the last time that we did, because the two are synonymous yeah, now, we did ten uh, yeah. ten bands renamed uh, by Vince Neal. As memory right. recalls, you were either a perfect ten for ten, nine for ten. I, think I was like. Either I was way, like nine out of ten. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 9. if you grade 5. it, you I definitely think it got was an a, a. Adele threw you off with a deli. I believe that's Adele, the only one you did not. Mm-hmm. Right, that's exactly. True. And but, you know, I enjoy these sit and spins because I don't have to uh, try. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you do because you need to figure out what Vince <laughs> Neal would rename these bands. You see, and so, this is important to right. Vince. You know how Vince reaches out to us uh, to do this. We're doing this to promote mm-hmm. him, of course. Okay. And he said, "Guys, it's Thanksgiving, and you know." There's 10 more bands that really I would have renamed them. We just want to see if you can get into Vince Neil's head. Okay. All right. Well, so, I had a turkey leg for breakfast. So we, 
We have uh, have, did he. We have ten bands (laughs) renamed by Vince Neil. We will play the band, and uh, uh, Ryan, you try to figure out what Vince Neil would have renamed the band. Cool. Ten number ten. Come on. Um, is that a Chicago dog? That Ooh, will qualify, so yes. Chicago dog is an acceptable answer. That is correct. We are also looking for Chicago deep dish pizza or oh, right. Chicago Italian beef. Any of those <laughs> would have qualified. What about Chicago mixed popcorn? There's another one. All right. <laughs> Chicago popcorn yes. would have been an acceptable answer. I had some hot beef last time I was in Chicago. See, there you go. Sit in Vince. Did yeah. you try the sandwich, yeah. though? Yes. <laughs> yes, great. Yes. These are 10 bands <laughs> renamed by Vince Neal on Sit and Spin. You're one for one. Nine, number nine. The band is Simply Red. Channel your inner Vince. Simply Red. Red. Simply Red Wine? Come We're going to give you that. We're going to give you that. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. All right, we You're had way too uh, friendly with these victories. We had simply red lobster. <laughs> yeah, simply red lobster. Simply red oh, lobster. Red lobster. Yeah. yeah. We had simply yeah. red robin, simply red onion, simply red baron, simply red apples, red peppers, red chili peppers, <laughs> red beans, and simply red velvet cake. Those were so all, somehow you came up with twenty five things and all, I didn't get one of them, but I are, get the win. Yes, you do because we never not think of that. One. That's pretty I love good. This game. You're two for two on ten bands renamed by Vince Neal. Fats Domino is the artist. Uh, just fat. Or, or, <laughs> uh, no, or I'm fats, sorry. Fats oh. Domino's Pizza. Yes! 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 Fats Domino's. That's what we were looking was, for. We also would have accepted. Chubby Checker for a second, but you went Fats Domino, and I think either way it works. We also would have accepted uh, Trans Fat Domino. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> These are 10 bands renamed by Vince Neal on Sit and Spin. This is harder than Uh, I'm going to go chopsticks. Oh, so close. No, so close. No, that would be a fish sticks. Or bread sticks. Oh, yeah. fish sticks. Bread, or right. sticks bread of sticks. butter. Oh, yeah. Either oh, right. one of those would have done. I'm sorry. Uh, the judges. Uh, <laughs> yes, butter sticks. <laughs> the judges say they cannot give you that. I think Vince is going bread sticks. I think bread sticks as well. I just said that. Okay. All right. Cheddar uh, bread sticks. <laughs> right. So bread sticks then, Vince? <laughs> yes, with garlic knots. Right. We'll take we'll take two orders. <laughs> These are ten bands renamed by Vince Steele. Well, I mean, this could be a whole range of things. Mm-hmm. It could be. But I'm going to go with cream corn. Cream oh, corn oh, is acceptable. Wow. Yeah. That is exactly right. Uh, we also have Krispy Kreme, Heavy Whipping Cream, Cream Chef Beef on Toast, and Cream Puff. All acceptable answers. How, how crazy would it have been if I had come up with Cream Chip Beef on Toast? That would have been awesome. That's very specific, but no a delicious way that is breakfast. so specific. That's, right. That's exactly right. I'm sure Vince would love it. If you could just get up before noon. These, Miles and I are the only people still eating that. These are 10 bands. I don't even know what that is. You'd right? love it. You'd love it. 10 bands. Renamed sure by Vince Steele. Five, number 
Wait, is this? This is Glenn Fry. Glenn French Fries. Glenn Fry. There you go. Glenn, Glenn Fries. Fries. <laughs> Glenn Fries. He would have also accepted Glenn Fried chicken, Glenn Fried mushrooms, shrimp, and mozzarella sticks. <laughs> Glenn Fried anything. Exactly. Just Glenn, Glenn, Glenn Deep, Deep Fried Snickers, you name it. Glenn Garlic Fries. Yeah, why not? These yeah. are, uh, yeah. you're doing well. You're doing GGF. well. Ten bands renamed by Vince Neal. Four, number four. Oh, vanilla ice cream. Right? Oh, oh, too easy. It's got to be. It's almost Too like you're in Vince's head. Too easy. Now, uh, Castle, <laughs> well, there's a lot of room one. in there, Steve. We're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna need to dig a little bit deep here, but we have a feeling this is one of the more difficult ones. You can get it. Okay. Okay. But three, number three. Oh God. This is boys to men. Yeah. Renamed by Vince Neal. Channel your inner Vince. <laughs> it's right there. Come on, you got it. You got it. Is it, is it boys to 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 men? Which no, no, no. Sorry, sorry. It's it's po boys to men. Oh, po boys to men. Yeah. Po boys. Po boys to men. I was, try, yeah. I was trying to like work manwich in there somehow yeah, right. because yeah, right. I'm sure that's on the menu. Uh, uh, yeah, po boys to men. These are I'm ten bands. With- Boys to Manwich. <laughs> Ten bands renamed <laughs> by Vince Neal. Number two. Country roads, take me home. Oh, that's the uh, John Denver omelet. Yes! Yeah. John Denver omelet. Too easy. What's in the Denver omelet, Ted? Peppers, onions, ham, cheese, cheese. Yes. Denver omelet. Mushrooms? I don't put mushrooms in mine. All right, great. Vince does. Vince doesn't. It's too much of a veggie. Okay. Unless you fry it. Once again, in honor of Thanksgiving, these are Vince tin puts bands. a pork chop in it. Denver omelet has Rocky Road ice cream in it. Everyone knows that. And a chimichanga. <laughs> these are tin bands renamed by Vince Neal. We have made it to number one. One, number one. Touch me, I'm sick. <laughs> so it's... Uh-huh. Could be on the menu Thursday. The band is Mud Honey. Yeah. Could be on the menu with a lot of holidays. Uh-huh. Easter especially. God, I don't know. Think about Thanksgiving or Easter. Easter. Big on Easter. Yeah, big on Easter. I, I, yeah, you got me. The band is What's Mud Honey. Easter? It, it's Mud Honey Glazed Ham. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, the Honey Glazed Ham. <laughs> yes, exactly. There you go, Ryan Castle. Of course. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family, brother. We appreciate it, man. Hopefully we'll see you over the holidays. Want more of the Men's Room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill, the greatest story never told. Available on radio.com. Animal acquaintance or family member, who do you hope never visits your home again? 206-421-ROCK. Hello, Jay. Welcome to the Men's Room. Liquor and whores. Liquor and whores. How you doing? Doing great, man. How are you? Oh, yeah, just lovely. Okay. So who do you hope never visits your home again? My ex-girlfriend broke into my house two times within a month. What? Why? Yeah. Well, the first time, she was stealing back her plants so that she could break up with me officially and I wouldn't kill them. Just a plant. Bedroom colors, here are the seven words you can't say on the radio. Sucker, mother, and 
Please keep those words in mind when calling. Now back to the program. So heck yeah, you would. <laughs> heck yeah. All right. Well, what is she really into her plants? Oh yeah, she's uh, she's really into her plants. So she <laughs> was setting up the breakup by trying oh, yeah. to by sneaking in. So she wasn't living with you. But wait, why were her plants at your place? Because uh, she moved a couple states over. All right. So she's living with you at the time. So she really didn't sneak in, did she? Well, she had a key. She was living in an apartment at the time. And then uh, she just spent time in, at both places. Okay. And uh, I, I had changed out the locks, and I uh, went to an electric lock because I got tired of uh, getting too drunk to get into my house. And so I put an electric lock in. And uh, I had programmed her a code, but she just had to call me and, and uh, ask me for it. But... Uh, Apparently, kicking down the door is a better idea. She kicked down the door and just took her plants. Yep. And okay. she had my dog out to go pee, so that was good. All right. Well, at least there's uh, that much. It, it was your door off the hinges? Was the lock broke? What was the deal on it? No, so there, there's two doors that go into my house, and the, the one that had the electronic lock is too sturdy. And so she broke the one going into the basement, and then actually ended up going through a window and stepping on my dryer that's downstairs and then letting herself in through the basement door. Also, she could just get her plants back. Oh, yeah. And then after this happens, I'm assuming you guys break up. Yeah. Okay. And then why would she break yeah. in then the second time? So the second time she broke in so that she could come up into my room, get naked, and crawl into bed. I hope you kicked her out. Wouldn't yeah. she have called and just asked for the door code then since you offered that to her? Well, you know, I, I deleted it at that point. Um, so, yeah, but she came in, and, and she actually guessed my door code. I don't know how it's possible. Because but she dated you. Yeah, she, I knows, mean, your, she knows your pin number. Right. I mean, it's just... what, okay, so uh, were you asleep when she came in your room? Yes, yes. Uh, I was actually I was more surprised by anything, the fact that somebody could break into my house without me knowing. Well, you know, there's a good chance somebody who does that could also get shot. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so, Especially in my house. Okay, so she crawls into bed with you. She's naked. Yeah. You're asleep. Then what happens? I asked her, uh, what are the words I can't say again? I asked her what the heck she was doing um, and told her to get the heck out. And then she told me that she was drunk and I just didn't feel like dealing with it. So I let her do her thing and kicked her out the next morning. <laughs> All right, so I was going to say, even though you say she broke in twice, the second time that she broke in, you had sex. We did not, actually, believe it or not. I just switched into another relationship and didn't want to screw that one up, too. Okay. Plus, right. that is just too crazy. You it, did the right. right thing. Somebody breaks into your house, shows up like that. Don't. Don't do, do anything it. with that. I do not care how well you know them. Yeah. Do not that do it. That is a trap. Even in COVID times? Even, Even in COVID, COVID times. times. Okay. That's even worse. <laughs> All right. I'll be breathing on me. Somebody well, what if she broke in, she's naked, she wants just to, wants but has a mask. With you, Ted. She has a mask. No. No, I'm dead serious. That, right. Trust me. Yeah. I've seen this story. You have seen it. You've heard this before. Something similar. It I, ends I have to. Right. It, like, you're going to get in trouble. Well, because your buddy, that's the thing. You have to tell them in advance. Like, you're not going to guess what happened. They kind of go through the story, and it's like, bro, you what? know you just opened up a whole can of what, crazy. Just more, right? more craziness down the road? Yes. That's a guarantee. And you don't know. This is a crazy person. I know you used to date them, but now they're naked in your bed. Who knows the next morning if they're going to have the same story? Right. Oh, I see what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like, get that psycho out of your house. 
But they came into my house. Mm-hmm. Still. And they were naked. Get them out. <laughs> right. I mean, suit yourself. Yeah, right. Right. No, I'm, just, I'm trying do. to think this through. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Okay. I believe you. Don't do it. Don't do it. Do right. not yeah. do it. I'm just thinking that's never happened to me. What if that happened? What does it happen to most people? I'm just yeah. saying. Because exactly. that's insane. Just the idea of having a naked person in my bed. I'm like, how do I say no? <laughs> Damn it. Right. <laughs> I'm, is this Give like, me a minute. Am I going to use morals here? Can't get enough of the men's room? Listen to the men's room daily podcast on the radio.com app. What was your biggest disaster in the kitchen or while cooking? 206-421-ROCK. Hello, Chris. Welcome to the men's room. Hey guys! Hola! <laughs> nice. Um, okay, so this story starts out with me and a little lady having a little fun in the nighttime, waking up early, gonna make her some breakfast, um, naked. So make some bacon and eggs on the stove. She tells me the bacon is too soft. I like my bacon, not like a chip. She does. So I go and I'm thinking, okay, I'm gonna do it quickly. I'm gonna do it in the microwave oven or no no the the um toaster oven is what it is so you put your bacon on the toaster oven gonna put it on broil real quick and the toaster oven is elevated sitting on top of the microwave so i can't really see i forget about it long story short i run over naked to the toaster oven open up the thing and rip out the bacon as fast as i can still naked and the bacon grease spills down my stomach and on to my man. Ah! Binges, burns, skin peeling. Ah! You have heard this saying before. Never cook bacon in the nude, right? Miles, didn't your dad tell you that? Yeah, it was the only advice he's ever given me. He's he's not kidding. Like, never cook bacon in the nude, man. That (laughs) was it. Because bacon splatters and you're nude. Yeah, no, I learned you shouldn't even cook bacon in a pan on the stove. You should bake it. Mm-hmm. I've I, never successfully done it or tried it, but apparently you're... I know. Everybody tells me that, too. I, yeah. But I, I always say this. There's something... Uh, what's the word? Therapeutic about... Cathartic? We're cooking yeah. Cooking bacon? Yeah. Like, I, I always like do it in the cooking. oven, but to be fair, that's how I saw my mom do it, so that's all I've known. But in right. your case, man, so you've lost skin on your manhood from bacon grease. How long before your penis is just normal again? Recovered. I, you know, it was like a simple surface burn so just some skin peeling some healing maybe two weeks and okay. it's completely normal i don't think you could say simple surface burn when it's your penis and it's bacon no, grease not a simple. and two weeks <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you at least save the rest of the bacon grease <laughs> didn't save it didn't okay save i it. see that's uh that's 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 a waste right that there. man bacon you're gonna burn grease. your penis keep the grease <laughs> sorry this is a good comment that came in this is from Lacey in bremerton says i once accidentally fried chicken in bathroom cleaner and fed it to my boyfriend. What? <laughs> Did you grab like Lysol or Pine Sol thinking it was oil? But either way, it was bathroom cleaner. Cooked it. And, and how do you fry chicken in this stuff? And at no point know. does it smell like maybe, maybe I shouldn't serve this. <laughs> this smells like Pine Sol. It's the only thing I can imagine. Jesus. What Mer- was your oil It's lucky he's still alive. Yeah, as you say, that sounds like a like a unsolved mystery. She tried to kill him. No, she didn't say he's alive. The whole thing just says, I once cooked it in bathroom cleaner and fed it to my boyfriend. We don't know the end result of this. And now I'm a millionaire. What was your biggest disaster <laughs> in the kitchen or while cooking? 206-421-ROCK. <laughs> the day after he changed that will, I made him his special chicken. <laughs> it's yummy. <laughs> Lemon-scented. Hello, Sam. Welcome to the men's room. Hi, you guys. How are you doing? Hola. Hola. Doing well. Okay. 
So this was back in my college days where when I worked as a server in a restaurant, um, it was in between the lunch and the dinner shift. So I was alone with the delivery driver and the cook, and I had a new person that I had to train. She was hired about a week prior so very, very little experience. We started getting busy, and I asked her if she can cut a slice of carrot cake for me. It was the only thing she could help me with. Um, so she goes in, and she's like, hey, the knife is not where it normally is. I was like, oh, it's probably dirty. There's a, a, a dish full of soapy water where we put the silverware in. Um, can you go and, like, wash the, the knife and, and cut the slice? So she goes in, and instead of dumping out the soapy water and looking for the knife, she just sticks her hand in the not clean water of soap and knives. So all I hear from the front is her screaming. So I run back, grab a couple of clean rags, put it on her wrist. She cut her wrist from... The, about a middle of her palm all the way up to her wrist. Ah, Jesus. Probably about a 10-inch just gash, just horrible. So I, I run back up front, tell all the customers, food is free, go away, tell the, uh, the cook to just close the restaurant, lock the door, not answer the phones. And the delivery driver and I rush her to the hospital as I'm putting pressure, and she's in and out of consciousness because of all the blood that she has lost. Um, and we had to call the owner and tell them that, you know, we left the restaurant because she cut herself uh, and she needed a ton of stitches. What about, um, uh, did the guy get his piece of cake or pie or whatever? No, we just oh, dropped everything. Man. Nobody had anything. No, see, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what sucks. It was mm-hmm. delicious carrot cake. I bet it was. He's waiting for the cake and never arrives. He's willing to give you money Next for it. You know, the whole place closes yeah. down. He's just sitting there waiting for his cake. God, I forgot Sad. about that general rule in restaurants. Like, look, man, if the water's like super dirty or whatever, just don't stick your hands in there. Because you never know what it is. You know, people throw their knives mm-hmm. in there, whatever yep. the case. So if, nobody went down that bad by any stretch. But yeah, that, that was one of the rules. And again, again, use the appropriate knife for the thing you were cutting. I've told this one before, but my boss, the owner of the place, he rolls in. He's going to help us prep. He's cutting romaine lettuce, and he uses a 17-inch curved scimitar, which you would use to cut big-ass hunks of meat. We said, Joel, come on, man. Don't use that knife. Joel, short little guy, gruff voice. I think I know what I'm doing. Joel, we hear it. It's not that. Everyone here is competent. It's just that knife's not made for them. Whatever. I mean, 30 seconds goes by. I think I need help. That's the sound we think I need up. Turn around and there's his finger on the ah, cutting board. I know. Like, By the way, ah, so they, were they able to put it back on? They got it back on, but because it, it was a clean cut, but I, I mean, it was. It cut, man. So I just remember Joel is now ghost white, and he had like all white facial hair. He was whiter than his facial hair. One, he's standing there holding his hand, and blood. I mean, he's just squirting through his fingers. But I always remember looking at the cutting board. There's a head of romaine lettuce. It's like two big ass slices taken off. A pool of blood in his finger, ah. and I just remember looking at him. I'm like, "God damn it, man! You got a hairy. This is ha- exactly. <laughs> he was a hairy dude. You got a hairy knuckle. <laughs> but yeah, we had to throw it in a Ziploc bag with uh, ice and ah. send him on his way. Yeah, That's a like, weird lettuce wrap, bro. <laughs> it's a little tangy. Tastes like iron. Uh, yeah, I heard it's good. For Connect with the men's room on Instagram at Men's Room Live.
We made it to drinking time. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Let's get a contestant online for profile. This will take caller nine now at 206-421-ROCK. In the meantime, we head to the drink desk and Steve the Throw Hill to find out who we're toasted. Oh, uh, yeah. quick, Just a few quick comments here. Someone says, steak and stuffing actually does sound amazing. It really uh, does, yeah. man. Yeah. And then someone else adds, number one, deviled eggs. That's a big, that's that's a yeah. big call, Midwest man. thing. That is a good call. Uh, today, we toast an unidentified 32-year-old man from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. At 10.15 at night, he broke into a business, stole the entire cash register, just rips it off the counter. But instead of having a getaway vehicle or a man to take off, he decided, sorry, the man decided to take off on foot, carrying the register. Now, the cops, they see him, so they give chase. To escape, he jumps into a river. Again, I want to remind you, this is Winnipeg, Canada. In November, he jumped into a river. And as you'd expect... The river was icy and freezing. Now, in spite of this, he refused to be rescued for almost half an hour. Because at this point, the cops have him. And they're like, look, man, get out of the Sorry. Get out of the river. We're not going to come in and get you. You know, it's awfully chippy. <laughs> and go ahead and get for over th- almost 30 minutes. He would not get out. Finally, he gave in, and the paramedics were able to rescue the guy. Now, the good news for him, he did not manage to do any serious harm to himself after staying in the freezing water. The bad news is that he was turned over to the cops because he had no real sustainable injuries. But the salt in the wound news was that the register that he stole and ran out of the store with and got chased by the cops and jumped into a freezing river, yeah, it was empty. Oh. There was no cat. There was oh. nothing in there. Not a goddamn thing. So he went through all of that, right? I know he ran the risk of getting arrested, so that's not the worst thing for him. But it's like, son, there was nothing in that register that you stole. And now he's in jail. A very nice Canadian jail. So we pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy! So over the tongue and down the throat to party and our tummies. Down the hola, bitchola! Thanks for listening to the best of the Men's Room podcast. Want more of the Men's Room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Also available on Radio.com. Double Flush Production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 